All right, everybody, welcome back to week 10 of the NFL season here on the Blue and Orange Football Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Roach, joined as always by my co-host, Isaac Gaston, over at Isaac10G on Twitter. I'm at Roachism13. Um, for those of you that I contacted, uh, I'd let you know that we were going to start live streaming these on YouTube. Uh, apparently, YouTube didn't inform me that I have to click go live and then wait 24 hours to go live. So this week, we will not be live streaming on YouTube. We will be live streaming on YouTube next week, and we have a target time of starting our shows at 5. That is our plan from here on out, is to try to start live streaming at 5, trying to grow our audience, uh, try to also give you guys an opportunity to live interact with the show as we go um, and ask questions and things like that. And I'm really sad that we couldn't live stream today because uh, it's a special week, and uh, I have my Nick Chubb jersey on. The return of Batman. It's coming. It's coming, and I'm super excited, and I wanted everyone to see me as Nick Chubb, and no one can see me as Nick Chubb. That's all right. I have it on. I'm thinking about him, and we're moving forward. I did tell you that um, that last week that we were going to do a preview for the Browns future, some things I wanted to talk about, of course, but there was one of our teams that played last weekend. Um, and, and, and the quarterback did not have a turnover and they won, uh, which was something I had told was told had only happened once before and they had won. Um, so I'm going to turn it over to you and wow. let's, cause you still were critical of Daniel Jones to me in a text chain yes. after that. So uh, let's hear it. Because Daniel Jones tried to turn it over twice. Okay. I did. I did see the okay. statistics that there were two fumbles. So he, he did fumble the ball twice. <sighs> he got lucky, recovered one and a teammate recovered the other one. So yeah, I don't get me wrong. Like, Maybe I, I came off on a wrong foot. I'm happy for a win. And I'm happy that we swept the Washington football team. But you do realize that with Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones has only beaten two teams in the NFL. And that is the Washington football team and Tampa Bay last year. That's it. I, I, the, I had no idea. Yeah, those are the only teams that Daniel Jones... He beat Jones, Washington last year? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so he has a really good track record. <laughs> great, great. I mean, you get to play him twice a week yeah. or twice a year. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's a good thing. But he did try to uh, fumble it twice. Now, unfortunately, I was not able to watch the game on Sunday. I was not able to stream it. Unfortunately, my go-to streaming website would not let me pull up. Are we, are we p- promoting illegal streams on this channel? No, this was perfectly legal. Oh, okay. No, just this making was, sure. This was, this was perfectly legal. It was NFL Sunday ticket. had some issues going on, you know. There actually have been some some, some issues. Listen, I'm not, like, one to be, like, I, I, I don't care. I know you illegal. Listen, I illegally streamed 16 or 15 of the 16 Browns game was when I was overseas, which of course it was a little harder for me to see it on sure. cable. Um, because you know, but I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just messing with you. I'm not judging you or something like that. But I, that is truly frustrating though, because there was a couple of games last year with the Browns that I had to try to find streams and they were just, 
unreliable. Listen, I came up with this idea. It's talking to my wife. Um, I don't know, two, three weeks ago. Uh, and she, she's in the other room. She can attest, attest to this. I said this about what I think cable companies should do. It's revolutionary, groundbreaking shit. All right. Now you tell me, you tell me if you, you, you don't like this, or if you don't think that cable companies such as like, I have spectrum, for example, like spectrum. And uh, I know maybe these smaller companies might struggle with this idea, but like, like, okay. We know the technology is there. We know that somewhere in the United States, the giants are being broadcast on some channel yep. for every game. Same as the Browns, same as the Packers, same, same as every team. Right. Somewhere is carrying them. So if my area game is the Steelers game, uh, my dad who lives in Manx County, often that is what he gets. Mm-hmm. So what if on Sunday – Within an hour or two of the game, you can go on there. You can see what game is being carried. And then for like five bucks, you can choose any other game. Oh, yeah. And, and it, I mean, get charged, either get charged instantly or add it to your next bill. Dude, I'm telling you. Would I you would, not make a, do you not think they'd make a ton of money off of I would spend like $5 every single week on that. I'd spend 10 I mean, Right there, right there. What's what's $500 or $5 times 16 games uh, is, what, 800 bucks? Or or 80 bucks. I mean, I I put a zero on there, but 80 bucks. Nonetheless. And that's per person if they buy each each game. But, But I'm just saying, I mean, there's a lot of other good games that go on too. And if the Browns aren't on and I'm not getting that broadcast, then I might even every once in a while spit it. And I would for the Browns is is my point. And and she can attest to this. I brought this up like a month ago and I'm thinking, my God, we can. I've got the moneymaker. You could, you could, that's just one game. That's just one game. I mean, you could do that for all of your games. Yeah. On your one o'clock and four o'clock time slot yeah. on Sunday, because everybody's going to get the, the prime time. I mean, everybody should have that. Yeah, everybody's getting. Well, every, yeah, everybody's getting your your but, Sunday night, your Monday night, your Thursday night. Right. Unless but, you don't have NFL Network in it in the sun. But yes, you're getting your prime time games. But my point is, you could you could easily pull two games out of a household, or two games out of a user, because they may have. Yeah, you could easily pull team. ten bucks out of a house. Yeah. And I would. And my thing is like. I get people say, well, what about NFL Sunday ticket? Well, my point is I can't buy NFL Sunday ticket and watch the Browns because they'll tell me it's blacked out because I'm in Ohio. Exactly. But then why aren't the Browns on my TV? Right. Because I tried to do that um, uh, many years ago with at my dad's house and stuff. Yeah. It, the, the Browns were not on my TV. I paid for NFL Sunday ticket. It was cheaper then because I was a college student mm-hmm. and they didn't give it to me. We're solving the world's problems, one football issue at a time, right here in my living. You know, you know how much more peaceful the world would be with that option. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I was grumpy Sunday. Yeah. Because I couldn't watch the Giants. I was grumpy Sunday because the Browns weren't on. So I had to watch the Colts. And don't get me wrong, I mean the Colts are fine, but I didn't want to watch the Colts. I wanted to watch the Giants because I thought the Giants would win, and so I missed a Giants win. They've got two wins right now, and you haven't been able to see fifty percent of that. Right. That's like, not a good percentage. That's I've been there. I've been there yeah. as a Browns fan where they win four games and three of them I don't get to see. Like if you get a 50% Oh, it's on bullshit. A, yeah, if you get a 50% on the test, is that a pass or is that a fail? It is not a pass, That's man. A fail. 
So. I mean, two, two. I, I, I don't know. I, we got monstrously off topic. I think what I've gotten out of this is uh, we didn't get to see the Giants game. So the one game between us that we really cared about, uh, none of us watched. So we don't have a lot to say about that. So no, this show is starting off a little bit rough. Okay. All right. I wouldn't say rough. <laughs> you know, we just had some tef- technical difficulties on Sunday. Daniel Jones is still Daniel Jones. Don't get me wrong. Win or not, I am still standing by what I said. You're done. That is time to look for another. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Under what's what has to? Okay, you've played nine games. Yes. Okay, because you haven't had your bye. Okay, so so we're we're sitting here at week ten. You play again this week, correct? Play the Eagles, and then we go into a bye. Okay, so there are uh, seven games. Mm-hmm. Seven games remaining. I see. You see that quick math I did in my I head? Like it. I like it. That's my high school education. Um. What do you need to see? Uh, I don't know if I don't care if it's record that you want to tell me you have to see. I don't care if it's turnovers, yardage, uh, progress. What do you need to see to change a mind that is already made up? And you may sit here and tell me, no, nothing, nothing short of seven and oh will change my mind. What do you need to see that you're going to say, you know what, maybe we don't need Justin Fields because we have Daniel Jones? To me, it, to me, not it's not so much record. I mean, because record at this point in time... It's, it's not more about gonna, the team. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to do us any good. Yeah. But what I need to see from Daniel Jones specifically is I need to see progress in the turnover area. I need to see progress in the decision-making area. I need to see progress in the patience of knowing when he can sit in the pocket and wait. And then I need to see progress in being able to sense that pressure about to take a sack. And then it's too late to make a collective decision. Then he dumps it off and he makes a bad decision and turns into a turnover. I also need to see him be able to make those throws when the game's on the line. I have seen glimpses of this. I have seen them. I have seen him have the flashes of being capable of doing that. And it comes out where it's dropped or, you know, overthrown, things like that. But I need to see all of that come together. I need to stop seeing multiple turnovers a game. So, yes, I know that they didn't turn the ball over on Sunday. But to me, having two fumbles is just as bad. Thankfully, the other team didn't pick them up, you know, and and change change the tie of the game. But nonetheless, Daniel Jones still fumbled it twice. I would have to go back and look at it. But I guarantee you that there are probably two fumbles on two plays that could have been avoided because that is the story of Daniel Jones. It's not like he's throwing the ball to somebody and it just gets picked off of really good coverage or something like that. Something like that. A no. tipped pass, stuff that you, it's bad you really can't control. Yeah. It's all bad decisions. I don't count tip passes. I honestly wouldn't even count if he's running down the field 80 yards to trip over himself and somebody tomahawks the ball out of his arm. I wouldn't even necessarily count that because he's a he's a quarterback. He's not a ball runner. Right. We saw that, okay? Yeah. We everybody in America saw that. Yes. Yes. Um, okay, so let me let me throw this at you. It's good a lot. To sum up what you yeah, said, what do I what do lot. you need to see a lot? Let me let me give you a he wins three games because if he wins three games, you got five wins and you're kind of screwed. You're screwed in the Justin yeah. Fields, Trevor Lawrence. Now you're looking at, 
at uh, Zach Wilson from uh, BYU, and 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 I that's, think that's what they're projecting. The guy storming up the field is Mac Jones from Alabama. If you guys have not seen what Mac Jones is doing in Alabama, I, yeah, he's no Justin Fields though. Look, I, I no, but he is your I, prototypical passer. Yeah, but he I, might just be another Daniel Jones. I, I don't know. see a lot. I really do. Um, Three wins, only five turnovers. That over the he wins he goes three and four with five total turnovers in the next seven games. And in, in that in that aspect, I need to see wins that are directly related to Daniel Jones. Okay, I need to see that he them. is capable yeah. of being the yeah, yeah, yeah. dude and winning it. I need his stat line to increase. No more 150 to 250 yard games. I want to see 300 yard games. I want to see zero turnover turnovers in some of those games. Yeah, and they can be combined yards. So he could have 250 yards passing and then some some running. But I need to see more productivity because what I'm seeing right now, I don't see it. I see a game manager. I see a guy that's not controlling the, the, the back end of the line. Kind of a low-end game manager at yeah. that. And, and maybe people, maybe other Giants fans will disagree with me. But that's – Let from, us know. Let us that's know. That's from my per- perspective. Yeah. When you disagree with it, let me know. I like to hear another Giants fan's opinion because I'll be honest with you, there's not a whole lot in southeastern uh, Ohio. Actually, yeah. I was at I was I was doing something several weekends ago, and I turn around, and there's a guy standing next to me, and he had a New York Giants hat, and of course, I had to be like, dude, Daniel Jones sucks. And <laughs> yeah. just some random dude in public, you're like, hey, our quarterback sucks. Yeah, I did, and we started talking. And it was actually right after that game where uh, Daniel Jones ran 80 yards and tr- fumbled and tripped over himself. So, yeah, I need to see a lot. I need to see the stat line increase. I'm not so worried, I guess, about wins. It would be nice to see if I can see two wins come from him directly. Um, and people are going to say, well, it's a team sport. I understand it's a team sport, but you know what I'm saying. Like, well, Yeah, Baker Mayfield won the Cincinnati game. Yeah. I've at least – because what did I tell you when I, I – I felt the same thing about Baker Mayfield that I felt about – that you kind of felt about Daniel Jones. I felt like we echoed off of each other two weeks ago. And here we are. Last week, we talked about this again about Danny Dimes. We talked about Baker and Danny Dimes the week before. We talked, well, here we are kind of again. It just shows you the value of that position. Here we are two weeks later. We're having the same conversation. We're 15 minutes in. That's all we've really talked about. That's the thing. I mean, every team that plays, there is going to come down to some point in time during a season or a course of a career where a game has to be won with your quarterback. You're, you're going to like, – like you look at – you look at the game that Baker won against Cincinnati. Obviously, we'd been without Nick Chubb for a while. We were without Wyatt Teller. Uh, this was his, That was his third game at that point that he we were without him. OBJ goes down in the beginning. Yeah. Austin Hooper had an appendectomy. Look at me with big words. And he wasn't – yeah, I know, right? I'm really – I'm, like, actually really proud of that. So – and you look at it and you say, all of these weapons that we were told, Baker had no reason, no excuses if he couldn't play well with these weapons. And that was my problem because he doesn't have those excuses. All of those weapons were gone, and he elevated himself to a yeah. level that he had previously not done in that, from my point of view – I don't watch a lot of Giants skins – I have not seen Daniel Jones at that level. I don't know if ever. I've seen him do that one time. Okay. And that was last year against Tampa Bay. He had a really, really – actually, I should probably pull up the stats. But if I remember correctly, that Tampa Bay game last year, 
he was. Did he throw for like 300 in like a couple? Because I think I vaguely remember this. It was a big game for him. Yeah. That was a game where Daniel Jones took over. Yeah. And won. And that was a time when the the team, I I believe this is the time that the team gave him a hard time after the game because he got into the huddle and he's like, give me the effing ball. Because he had that mentality of, give me the ball, we're getting this done, we're going to go score. And they did. But those are the things that I want to see. And I'm not seeing it this year. I'm just not like we beat the Redskins. Not the Redskins. Sorry. Old habits die hard. Washington football team. I've been saying Oakland a lot recently because the Browns played Vegas recently. It's this has been a hard year. I still call the Chargers San Diego from time to time. It's 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 bad. We we beat the the football team. Sounds (laughs) so weird. Because of our defense. Which one? Yeah. We had a good defensive stand, and, and Logan I think, Ryan came out with a clutch interception, which sealed it. I so feel so great about that guy. I yeah. love I love what's going on with Logan Ryan. I love I love he's one of those stories you just feel great about him, right? Um, I feel like a di- a better I feel like a better Daniel Jones plays against Tampa Bay, and they beat them too. I mean, you still had a shot at the end of that game. If you take out a couple of his turnovers, or correct me if I'm wrong, I think one of the, uh, one of the big scores for Tampa Bay was off of a turnover, yeah. a short field. Yep. Look, look at the Browns and, and these games that they ran up these scores in the first month, or the first five games, I should say. The month following the beatdown in, in Baltimore, where they were running these scores up and they were getting turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. When I watched Browns games, there was a game, uh, Baker's rookie year, Baker wasn't playing. Uh, uh, it's not Tyrod. It's Tyrod. We found that out a couple of years ago. The things you learned. Yeah. It, um, when Tyrod mm-hmm. Taylor was playing, we forced five turnovers in that game, and we freaking tied. Yeah. And then this year, you're seeing the Browns force turnovers and score off of them. Yeah. Capitalizing yeah. on turnovers is what good teams do, and that's, that's what the was the difference between the with Tampa Bay and the Giants two weeks ago. Yeah. And like you said, if a better Daniel Jones came out, I think we would have won that game. I really do. Even Daniel Jones from last week where he did fumble twice but didn't lose it, they'd probably win that game. But my my response to this, if there was a better Daniel Jones on the field, we would have won a lot more games this year. Would because, well. because we've been in a lot of close been games. Been in a lot of games. There were, I think, what, one or two blowouts maybe, if that? Maybe definitely the first one because that was the Steelers. That was a bad one. Yeah. Um, and then – there, there may be another one after that where it was it, at least a two-score game. Yeah, you remember the the 0-16 Browns lost like nine games by one score. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you're asking me, of the potential now three, and I do believe there will be three 0-16 teams after this year, <laughs> the Jets are the worst because, because the best receiver I think ever, I've ever seen play, was on the 0-16 Detroit Lions in Megatron. Yep. The Browns, as I just said, lost a whole bunch of one-score games. Prior to this game last night, I think the Jets average like uh, point dif- their point differential like going into this like two weeks ago their point differential was like a hundred and ten. Oh god, yeah. It like it was like like I mean it is what it is. The Jets are bad. Joe Flacco though was throwing dimes on Monday night. Yeah. Um, okay, I got a I got something I saw on Lamar Jackson, which like sneakily Lamar Jackson has has sucked for the last couple of weeks. Which and, you called that at the beginning of the season, just so you know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't – I said for sure he's coming back down to earth. And he came back down to earth a little bit. Um, 
And then, and I know they won last week, but if you look at two, you can even take two of their wins and dissect what, what he did against uh, last week in Indianapolis. I mean, Phillip Rivers was just even worse, and that's what got him the win. And he's got a great defense. Lamar has a great defense. And, and, uh, and against the Bengals, I know it was, what, 30-3, but watch that game. Yeah. That was not a good game. And, and, and listen, I know Lamar gets a pass because he won the MVP last year. But his stats are worse than what Baker Mayfield's been putting out there. See, we're killing Baker Mayfield, but we're giving him a pass. We said, yeah, but. I, that's where I disagree with you. Just because you got the MVP last year, to me. I'm not. No, like, I'm saying that's what other people say. I well, think we should be killing him. Exactly. Like, I agree with you. What have you done for me lately? Say, yeah, the people say that, yeah, but he won MVP last year. Exactly. You know what the key words in that? Last year. Also, if you're telling me. Remember how great he was. Why isn't he great now? Yeah. Listen, go back and watch some of his tape where he throws up the ball, just chucks it up. Yep. There was like so many huge completions last year that should not have been completions. But these defenses were focusing in on the athleticism of Lamar Jackson. Lamar is playing a little bit banged up right now. His athleticism is not quite at, at 100%. And for sure. it, that's but, fine. So now he's being a pocket passer, and he's not good. Exactly. You're a quarterback first, and you're a runner second. That's the whole reason you are behind center. And last year, he said, pretty good for a running back or whatever. It when is, he threw right? five touchdowns yeah. on the Dolphins that we didn't think would win a game. Yeah, well, now you can't run. And because of that, you're not throwing that great. Uh, he has a lot of... You have to respect his legs. Sure. So I think that helps him in the passing game. And now that he's not quite there, and listen, losing your franchise tackle, Ronnie Stanley, after he got paid, sucks. Sure. And I, I am not like anybody who comes at me and says that. Yes, absolutely. But when I tried to remind everybody that the Browns had some injuries, you told me to shove it up my ass. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Listen, I'm not comparing the two things. Lamar is accompl- he's accomplished a lot, uh, but does the, Lamar have the the rookie touchdown pass record? Oh no! Wait, that's Baker Mayfield. Nope. Oh, that's right. That's right. That is Baker Mayfield. That's true. Okay, so we both have had some good years. Lamar has had one good year. Baker has had one good year. Lamar, of course, did play the rookie year, but I think ba- he only played like seven or eight games his rookie yeah. year. So, oh, we don't really look at that. Although. He did get killed in the playoffs then twice. He's yeah. been killed in the playoffs twice. I'm just I'm just saying. And last year it was to a nine and seven team the way I look at that it threw the ball like ten times. Is Daniel Jones had some Daniel Jones was more successful last year. Lamar Jackson was more successful last year. Sometimes what I think with these things is it takes a little bit of time to get tape yeah. on a specific player. Consistent tape. Now people have tape on mm-hmm. Daniel Jones. Now people have tape on even Baker Mayfield. No, that's what happened to Baker Mayfield after his rookie year, for sure. Yeah, now people have tape on yeah. Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson's kind of, the, you know, not as healthy as he was. People are figuring him out. Well, Baker's had a cracked rib the last two weeks. And and I wasn't allowed to use that excuse. No. Like, those are the things. I'm just saying, keep the same energy. Yeah. I, I, I have I've said this many a times in every stretch of, of life. Quit being a hypocrite. Yeah. If last year you were you said X, Y, and Z, oh, Baker, you don't get the excuse that your coach is a dumpster fire. Well, it wasn't just your coach. It was the front office. But but then you'll, you'll turn around and say, well, Lamar this, Lamar that. And it's like, listen, Lamar has not been good. 
Lamar will potentially go out here and shove this down my throat this weekend. Good. And listen, I don't like the Ravens, but I like Lamar because he's fun. I don't like him when he's playing the Browns. I think he has a stupid face. Only only on Brown Sundays. Only on Brown Sundays. But, you know, keep the same energy. This is what Lamar said this week. Um, I'm paraphrasing. But they were asking him about uh, some of the recent struggles the last couple weeks. And he has said that recently uh, that he thinks it's an issue because the defenses are calling out the plays before they run it. The opposing defenses, not hiding it, audibly saying, zone run. This is what it is. This is what it is. He goes, no, I think that's affecting it. And my first thought was, why are you not taking control of the line of scrimmage? Sure, exactly right. And changing the play. Because we've been told a million times the reason it works, the reason Lamar works is when he got there after his rookie year, they completely tailored everything on that offense to yeah. Lamar's standpoint, the run game, the tight ends. I'm going to ask you this, and maybe okay. this is, you know, out of line. I'm not, not trying to be out of line or anything like this, but when you hear a defense calling out the plays that you're going to be running before you snap the ball. And it's 100% what I'm about to run. And you don't change the play. What does that say on football IQ? I would not put it high. That's – and I think that is the biggest difference – between Lamar Jackson and Patty Mahomes and Patty Mahomes. Yes. Yeah. Because they're both like freaks of nature athletes. Yeah, generational talent. Generate honestly. They are both yeah. no disrespect to Lamar. It's not what no, I'm trying to do here. Not at all. Because he is just as talented as Patrick Mahomes, but the difference the difference is football IQ from what I can see. Because in those situations, if Patrick Mahomes was running a zone read, and they said, zone read to the right, zone read to the right. We would see that play change at the line of he, He'd do a couple hand signals, and he'd throw a tutter. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's that's my concern with that. Yeah. And you say, uh, yeah, that's affecting it. Well, no shit, it's affecting it. And, 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 and my point is, if Baker Mayfield said that, what with the national media? Oh, Baker. Why aren't you changing that? You better quit. But we're not even talking about Lamar saying that. No. He got like 30 seconds on NFL Network and they moved on. If you go to the line of scrimmage, do you remember a couple years ago, Cam Newton in the red zone, Clay Matthews calls the play. It's going to be this. It's going to be this to McCaffrey, blah, 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 blah. Cam looks at him, laughs, says, oh, yeah, you're going to like this. Audibles throws a tutter on Clay Matthews. And that is what you've got to do. I mean, and, and it's just like, dude, Lamar, I understand that they just called your play out. Bro, that offense is tailor-made to you. Yeah. What do you – are you – like, is there something going on there that he's afraid? Is he afraid of his OC, as head coach? I, I don't Lamar. think so because they seem to have let him out for right. I don't know. I'm just saying, I think Lamar can figure this out. But let's keep the same energy across the board. Right. Baker Mayfield hate this year has been deserved, okay? Some of it. These last two weeks, these last seven quarters, he's been very good. Why Why can someone, like Baker, in this year, his mouth has been clean. He, he's, he's got a little swag after, after, the, after he threw five tutters. He should. Yeah. Um, but then we go on these other guys that we like because their antics aren't weird. 
and we. I, I, I don't. Think, I think what it comes down to, honestly, is the team overall. Baker comes from a bad team historically. Lamar and company and other quarterbacks in similar situations are coming from teams that are not that bad historically. I mean, the Ravens had it's a good been season. At least last competitive. Year. Yeah. I think really that's the I, – I think that is the only difference because it's easy. And he's struggling some of these wins. Yeah. I mean, it's easy for people to say, oh, Baker, Baker, Baker. And you look at what historically has happened and you have losses and you have bad performances here and there. And then it's easier for people to take a team like the Ravens that's been more successful and forgive issues. Um, just like, you know, just like in the re- – in the real world. I mean, if I was really good at something the majority of the time and I had a couple of times where I'm, I don't have a good day. Right. Yeah. And then you have a person that is surrounded by a team that is inherently really bad at something and losing all the time. And then people point it out, then it's easier for me like, Oh yeah. Why did they do that? I think that's the mentality. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to relate to where people are coming from. And that's the only thing that I can think of that's different. That's really it. Because outside of that, you're 100% right. You've got to have evenness across the board. and You've got to stop the hypocrisy. Because look at it this way. I'm going to hate on Daniel Jones if he's winning games or he's not winning games. And listen, after the Steelers game, I said, you can't play like that anymore. You're in year three. You don't have an excuse anymore. Yep. I will trash people that need to be trashed. That's my opinion. Yep. Let's do that across the board. Sure. You can come to this show and I'll always find someone to shit on, I promise. I can promise. 100%. It's a weekly thing. Okay. So I'm going to do a real quick little uh, thing I want to address about the Browns. And then uh, we'll go on and go into our picks. Um, it's been kind of a quiet week. I don't know if there's anything specific you've got going on. I haven't I haven't seen a lot of stuff online other than for the second day in a row, everybody on the Browns 53-man roster practiced. That's good. Okay, so um, here's what I got to say. We talk about how bad this defense is, and it's bad. Outside of three players, Ronnie Harrison, Denzel Warden, and Miles Garrett, we have not seen much from the Browns defense. They have not been fully healthy. I'm hoping that a fully healthy Jacob Phillips can change that linebacker room because – Oh, I I love Mac Wilson, and I love who he is on Twitter and who he is as a person, but he should not be on the football field. And people keep saying, well, maybe his knee's not 100%. Then don't be on the field. That's what we said about Baker and his ribs against Pittsburgh. Then don't be on the field. Yeah, he point, grades I'm, as I'm a 30. He grades in the 30s. 30s. Mac, I know you listen and you attack people that say stuff like this. Shut me up. Because he's going on there. Oh, you guys keep doubting us. And then next week you put in another sub-30 performance. Okay, I'm going to doubt you. Make me eat my words. Please, please. The injury that you just brought, you can't be a liability to your team. No. You can't do that. You're saying it's me. Sub-30s games, get out of here. Like, I'm sorry. But like you said, prove prove us otherwise. So people are saying, uh, attacking Andrew Barry. Because of not building the defense. You need to remember what Andrew Barry got into. John Dorsey, he elevated our top end of our roster and destroyed our depth. 
there was garbage players. And we saw that last year when we had some injuries. And then when Miles went down and we had a situation where Miles and Olivier were down, and of course, Miles was because of the suspension, and we couldn't get a pass rush. No, not at all. I could have stood back there at 5'9 and just slung the rock. You know, like, because that's just, there was no pass rush, right? He inherited this horrible team. You've got to remember that when he took over, he took over with a quarterback that was one good year, one bad year. He put all of his chips in and said, listen, we can't have any excuses. The line was bad last year. The coaching was bad last year on the offense. We can't properly evaluate Baker Mayfield. To properly evaluate Baker Mayfield, you have to give him the pieces around him. You gave him two new tackles. Um, Although Jed has not been great against the pass – or I'm sorry, against the run, he is one of the highest tackles, period, against the pass. And if you watch him, he's got this awesome kick step when they're trying to go wide on him. And he's a big dude. I know you've seen Jed. He's a big dude. And you're not, if you're athletic, you're not, you're still not getting around Jed without him at least getting a head, hand on you. Conklin's been phenomenal on the right side. Um, Wyatt Teller has been out of this world when he was there. Hooper, it's been great. Barry needed to know if he had a quarterback. So he had to put his big chips in on Baker Mayfield to evaluate going forward. You had to sacrifice something. There were too many holes to fill in an offseason. Let's stop Dale from getting on Twitter and thinking you're a better GM than any GM in the National Football League, including Dave Gettleman, until you're in his shoes. Remember what we had. Everybody says, yeah, but look at Dorsey's drafts. You want me to tell you? Dorsey's drafts, two drafts, right? Two John Dorsey drafts. And let me tell you, the two, the, the players that are still on the roster slash are any good. Are you ready? Nick Chubb, Denzel Ward, Baker Mayfield. Oh, but who else is on there? Chad Thomas. Drafted Chad Thomas. We drafted Austin Cyber. We drafted a kicker in the fifth round. You remember that? We did that. <laughs> uh, he drafted Sione Talkie Talkie and Mac Wilson. Remember that? I do. Uh, he drafted Greedy Williams. I also remember that. I love Greedy. He's been hurt. We still don't know what we got in Greedy. That would give him four picks. Hey, remember how you're like, yeah, but those first three picks. Ah, ah, no, no, no. It went... Baker, Denzel, Austin fucking Corbett, and then Nick Chubb. Oh, oh, you, you thought I forgot. You thought I forgot. Garbage. The man was garbage. And I fell for it because of the sexy picks, the OBJ, the Jarvis Landry, the Baker Mayfield, the Nick Chubb. Right. But everybody behind them, the middle and basement of this roster was so freaking far down yes the foundation you have to have your superstars but you have to have your role players and our role players wouldn't start for a jv high school team you've got to have a next man up mentality on things and there was no next man they may have had that mentality but i'm telling you like you you just said there were no no one behind them but by the way pause for all of you who've missed a dale is like a modern day karen when it comes to the football world and making fun of their respective teams or other teams, GMs. Also, also Dales um, love to attack women in sports because they're women, so they don't know what they're talking about. Even though I listen to a couple of female podcasts that are way smarter than me. 
Oh yeah, they know their stuff. Yeah, yeah. anybody uh, anybody can pay attention to sports and follow. It does it. not matter what is between no. your legs because no. there's not much between my legs. So that's weird. Those, I don't know why I brought that up. Dales, Dales are dumb. Dales um, and Karens are meant for each other. They are. They are meant for each other. All right. So give me the update on our staff picks, where we're at, how we're making people money, and um, and and. Oh yeah, well, it, it, and tell tell us about some of, some of those games because there is actually one game, a couple yeah. of games I want to bring up. Well, you know what? The theme is still here, guys. Listen to our picks, take them to the bank, make money. If you pick a week and you lose a little bit of money, stay with us. Do it again the following week, and you're going to make money. Anyway, week nine. So I went ten and four. You went nine and five. So overall, some pretty great, pretty pretty good week. That puts our overall records. I'm still ahead by three games at 55, 31, and 1. And you are sitting at 52, 34, and 1. Wait, 55, 31? That is a 24-game upside. Yeah. Hey, man. Cash money in the bank. Take them, guys. Seriously. We do this for fun. We're not looking at the point spreads or anything like that. So um, so if you bet with us, bet with the money line. Yeah. Uh, but a couple of games, man, last week just kind of surprised me. And one of the ones that we were talking about just a little bit ago was a New Orleans and Tampa Bay game. I mean, we both understood it could go either way, right? But what we didn't see is, what was that, 38-3 to yes. with the Saints? Mm-hmm. Jeez. I I just want to say that Tom Brady hasn't thrown three interceptions like that. I think I saw since like set 2017. Um, I this is one thing. This is the only thing I've got to say about this game. After the game, Bruce Arians decided he thought it would be cool to throw Tom Brady under the bus. Tom Brady's the goat. Yeah, you don't. And do you that. haven't won a playoff game. Yeah. I, here's my thing. I don't I, – I liked Bruce Arians. I'm not sure he's a great coach, and every single time something's wrong, he reminds me of one Hugh Jackson. It was never Hugh Jackson's fault. He was 336-1, but it was never Hugh Jackson's fault. And Bruce Arians just keeps chucking people under the bus. Here's my you don't have to call them out by name. You can say, hey, our players need to be better. Yeah. Yeah, because you lost 38-3. to They need to be better. But you're like, a, oh, Tom was bad. There's Are you serious? For accountability. Telling the individual players. There's a time and place for that. The press conference is not that. Here's my question. Okay. So with the Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski era in Tampa Bay. Yes. Does the decision moving on from the Patriots, does that impact their legacy moving forward? No. Why? Because... Why would it? They want Tom Brady won six Super Bowls. Yeah. Now Gronk, here's Gronk's thing. I respect Gronk. I respect Gronk a lot because he was like, dude, playing for Bill Belichick sucks. Yeah. And when he was going to get traded to Detroit, he <laughs> said like, he would I rather retire, retire yeah. if he wasn't going to be with Tom. Mm-hmm. They have such a rapport. Yeah. Which is and, really cool in of itself. Yeah, and I don't think it affects their. Le- it definitely doesn't affect. Brady's. No. He got six Super Bowls. I don't care. Yeah. See, see it, And he's 43 learning a new offense. In my opinion, 
because I I heard some rumors about this. I can't remember where I saw, but people were asking about this after the after the loss to to New, to New Orleans. And yeah, we're not seeing Tom Brady like we saw in the Patriots, but it's a completely different system, like you said. It's a new coach. And say what you will about Bill Belichick, Bruce Arians, like you said, it's like he can't do anything wrong. And he's holding people accountable in the wrong times, in the wrong places. And I just... You shouldn't name players when you chuck them under the bus in the media. And you have a a quarterback that you're chucking under the bus. That is what? How many Super Bowls? Six. How many was that? Six. Lost two to the Giants. But... Okay, there it is. I mean, I had to. Um, six Super Bowls, the best quarterback that we have seen. It's not going to impact his legacy. Let's move on. Yeah, I, I gotta look it up. Make sure. Yeah, six Super Bowls. <laughs> I was like, I I keep yelling six Super Bowls, and I think he might. Yeah, I was pretty sure he had six. Bowls. Side note: the Panthers almost came back and beat Kansas City, which was the Panthers are sneaky good. They just have, they've had a really tough schedule. And they've gotten everybody's best shot for whatever reason. It's not like they're defending Super Bowl champions, but they're getting everybody's shot. All right, let's start with the game that we are, I don't know, let's see here, about two hours away from tonight, the Colts and the Titans. I'm not sure uh, what's going to happen, but I I like, I'm not sure what's going on in Tennessee right now. I'm just not. So I'm going to take Indy. Uh. I was disappointed with what I saw on Phillip Rivers, like Rivers last week. So I'm taking the Tennessee Titans. I think it's very up in the air between what yeah. Phillip Rivers we're going to get. Yeah. So we move to a game that has a 90% chance of rain in Cleveland as potentially the return of everyone, including Nick Chubb. Batman is returning. I take the Browns by double digits. I am taking the Browns as well, although I am not going to predict the score. It's really hard. But I do think that they are going to win, and I think Nick Chubb is going to have a wonderful Sunday afternoon. Hot take. Chubb still eclipses 1,000 yards. I can see it. Three and a quarter games, all he's played, still leads the league in 20-yard runs. Just saying. Six of them. And three in a, three games, and he got like five carries against Dallas. He's had six 20-plus yard runs. Nick Chubb is the real deal. Nick Chubb. There are, th- listen, three things in life. Death, taxes, Nick Chubb. Yes. All right, we're moving on to Detroit, where the football team take on the mediocre Lions. Hey, the me- they have been mediocre. The mediocre Lions are going to continue their mediocre line, and my – Preseason prediction is going to come to life this year. Lions. Baby. Boom, Lions get their fourth W. I'm yes, with sir. you. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Um, uh, wow. Uh, I think Jack Lawton is playing again in uh, Green Bay for Jacksonville. Give me Green Bay by a lot. Yeah. It's going to be an easy one. We're going to words, guaranteed. Ooh, Lawton throws seven tutters. Watch it. Okay. <laughs> the Eagles – Travel to MetLife. Mm. I'm taking the Giants. Listen, if the Giants' defense can get pressure, uh, Kirsten Wentz is a shell of himself, yeah. and that line is not healthy. 
I'll tell you what, if you're betting with the points and you're getting three and a half, definitely take the Giants and I'll take I'll take the Giants outright. Yeah. If you're taking the Eagles, I would only take the Eagles money line. I wouldn't take a minus three and a half. Because if they win, I don't feel like it's it's gonna be a lot. The Giants are coming off of a win. You know, defense is playing really well. They win this, they're right back into playoff talks. Yeah, the Eagles are in first place. It's pretty bad, isn't it? It's 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 terrible. <laughs> um, Tampa Bay got embarrassed, and but I also think the Panthers are embarrassed by their record. Tampa Bay two game losing streak. Carolina upsets them this Sunday. I don't see Tom Brady and Gronk losing a game two games in a row together like that. I'm taking Tampa Bay. All right, uh, Drew Locke said, I don't care what you think. I'm going to keep on dance, dance, dancing. And I'll take him to beat the Vegas Raiders, mainly because I need to for the Browns' playoff hopes. And I'm going to continue <laughs> on my uh, Las Vegas Raiders train. The Raiders. They are gonna, they're going to win that one. Though. And then the Dolphins. the Dolphins. Against a team that should not be 2-6. and six. Listen, no. Justin Herbert may be the rookie of the year. He's been – He's been. He's the real nice, deal. Nice uh, – Nice thing to see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He needs to get more disappointing. The Giants were talking heavily about drafting him a long time ago, but you know, it is what it is. Give, give me, give me the Chargers. All right, you're taking the Chargers, and I am going to take Tua and the Dolphins. All right, Josh Allen seems to be back, but Kyler Murray's numbers are eerily similar to the MVP of last year, Lamar Jackson, at the time that he won the MVP. Give me Kyler Murray. All right, I like it. I'm going to take Mr. Allen. We're big Josh Allen f- fans here, too, by the way. It's it's very important that that's noted. But uh, I didn't think Kyler Murray would be Murray would be successful. I said this early on in the year. He's making me eat my words, and I love watching ex- that kid play. He's excited to watch. I just love it, it because you're like, what is the little dude doing with all those big dudes? And you're like flexing on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Russell Wilson, just younger. The worst defense in the league is uh, is uh, dwells in Seattle, which is just weird. You don't see I don't like the that. Seahawks in a bad defense. That's why Russell season. Wilson is the MVP because if they don't have Russell Wilson, I don't know oh that they've won God. a game yet. Um, uh, but but give me Jared Goff. Give me the home team. All right, I'm taking I'm taking the Seahawks, guys. This is looking like a week. Where it is going to separate us one way or another in these things. So I'm, going, I'm like trying to go like, because there's been so many wild, weird outcome games that I'm just like, I'm using slight bit of logic. And then if the logic tells me to really pick one team, I'm picking the other team. Because <laughs> that's just what it's just the way. 49ers Saints. And I, I don't know who plays for the 49ers right now. I feel bad for them. Drew Brees is rolling. Michael Thomas, second game back. Give me the Saints. Yes, sir. Bengals Steelers upset. Give me the fighting Joe Burrows. You're taking Mr. Joe. Right now. Give like me it. the fighting Joe Burrows. I like it. So right now. Cincy, and I'm going to continue with the steel curtain right now because I can't pick against them. There's a chink in that armor. I believe it. There's and a I, chink in that armor. Guys, listen, I hope the Steelers lose. I really do. I sincerely hope that I lose this pick. I just don't see it happening. Can I be wild and go two for two? No. No way I'm picking New England to beat the Ravens. <laughs> Give me the Ravens. I just – I just – their defense is bad. Their offense is bad. And 
I think somehow Bill Belichick figured out how to get fucking Trevor Lawrence, and I'm pissed. Isn't that doesn't that piss he you might off. he probably doesn't get Trevor Lawrence because he's already won what three games. He might get too unlucky and win too many games, but he probably gets Justin Fields uh, or Mac Jones. Either way, it pisses me off. Either way, next year they'll be they'll be decent. Listen, Bear Dam is falling apart. Yep. Give me Dalvin Cook. Ooh, he's he's off the bear train. Bear Dam is down. Dad. Minnesota and Minnesota to top it off. Picks are in. Picks are in. It's been a wild week. I'm ready for football back. Here comes Nick Chubb. Run it all down the sidelines on Sunday. Give me Nick Chubb. Uh, Give me Nick Chubb. 175 yards. No, 120. All right. 120. 120. If it's raining really hard, give me 140 because you're going to give him a couple extra carries. 100 all-purpose yards for uh, Kareem Hunt. Start both of them in your fantasy league. You heard it here. Take our picks to the bank. Make you some money. We'll see you next week.